0: And now, Our Voices Today.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio, streaming live from WOVU and the WOVU mobile app. As you just heard, Jay the Gospel here say, uh, go ahead and download that to your Apple iPhone, your I, Apple Watch, your iPad, your MacBook, and on your MacBook you can also tune in through the website wovu.org on any computer, on any computing device, and then as well if you have an Android mobile device, we got the app for you. One day I will be as succinct and uh, polished and pearly white as the wonderful Jay the Gospel Kid. Uh, Shout out to Trey over there uh, sitting at the foot (laughs) and absorbing all of that broadcasting magic. We are just rocking and rolling here at WOVU celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, uh, his contributions to... Uh, the community, the world. I mean, he definitely has uh, had his fingers, his hands, his feet here in Cleveland, and uh, we are excited to, you know, continue living uh, his legacy and, uh, you know, living the dream. And how appropriate is that, you know, living the dream? It's Jumpstart Friday. Our friends at Jumpstart, shout out to Tasia Ducksworth and... Vicki McDonald, you cannot go wrong with Ducksworth and the McDonald in the room and on your email chain. So shout out to them. Uh, Always uh, wonderful to work with them to curate our conversations here on Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM. I hope that all of you have gotten some good rest. I don't know if I had a dream last night. Uh, I don't remember, but I did sleep. And I feel like I slept well, so I hope you did too. Drinking great water, I do feel dehydrated. I got to get back on the hydration train. Clean, crisp water, as clean as you can get it, as clean as you can afford, and uh, you know, eating good food. What I have, I, uh, we have this small obsession with broccoli fries at my house, but consequently, there is not much broccoli in the store-bought broccoli fries. So you should make your own broccoli fries at home. We are also diving into a gluten-free lifestyle uh, to cut down and hopefully eliminate, you know, gastric upset uh, in our household. So, so far, so good. And there are so many gluten-free food options at the grocery store um, and as well online. So, you know, I told my wonderful offspring that you were born in a great time because there are so many, um, you know, uh, uh, ways that cons- corporations feed the different consumer audiences. And uh, so speaking of, you know, feeding audiences, have you been to a restaurant Lately, um, I have not sat dined in at a restaurant. Wait, maybe that's a lot. No, I went to Bob Evans like in December, um, but I have not been to like a restaurants to dine in. Definitely take out, definitely drive through if I can stand to wait in the 20 to 30 minute line, which I do not. That is rare. Uh, but, you know, restaurants have been hard hit during this time of covid Nineteen, and that will be, you know, part of the our conversation today with our guests uh, joining us, part of the Jumpstart family. Uh, so today we have on the line Chef Melendez of Melendez Catering, Chef Jose Melendez. Let's see, are you there, sir?
0: Yeah, I'm right here. Yes, thank you for having him.
1: Absolutely, welcome to our voices today. And, uh, you know, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, COVID-19, how it has affected the restaurant industry. You are, uh, you know, 10 toes deep into uh, the business. And so we want to definitely uh, hear your uh, experience uh, through 2020 and now in 2021, you know, uh, having your own business and how you've been had to navigate or been able to navigate uh, as through the pandemic. So, uh, first of all, you know how are you? How are you feeling? You know uh, the air is thick with lots of different events and emotions. You know how are how are you feeling? You know as we move through these what I'm calling now turbulent times.
0: Yes, uh, actually, uh, it's been a, a little rough. Uh, Melinda Skatering actually was founded back in 2016. Uh, and and the way everything started was just like everybody else. You know, when there's a need and there's an invention or something, and um, long story short, I went through a a very hard time uh, after my divorce, and uh, I was literally homeless, and and food saved my life. You know, I started cooking. People loved the food, and uh, we actually focused on doing weddings, birthday parties, private events. Uh, Then we expanded into the corporate world, and uh, we were doing really, really good. We had our best year in 2019. Uh, however, when COVID hit, uh, that's when, you know, the mandates. Now the the events couldn't be more than 10 people. And that really killed everything. I mean, we were – I have a lot of my brides and, and event planners that moved everything to 2021 still – we're going through that uncertainty of what's going to happen how is the state going to move forward of allowing uh these events to go on uh but more, to me most importantly it's about keeping everybody safe you know i i have personally lost uh many people close to me uh to complications to covid and uh it is our priority to keep everybody safe uh and and definitely we had to adjust to Uh, how we can still celebrate and and be safe, you know, have our clients, our guests safe. Um, So definitely an adjustment. Uh, Melendez Catering did take a a hard hit. However, right in the middle of the pandemic, you know, there was a little light at the end of the tunnel, and we expanded into our first brick and mortar uh, called Twisted Taino, uh, which is a a Latin-fused restaurant. Uh, taking a modern take on traditional flavors from the Korean and uh, and Latin America, and uh, we're located in Ohio City, and, and it's doing great despite the pandemic at the moment.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome! Uh, thank you for that. And we'll we'll dive deep, you know, into your journey um, uh, and how, and also your connection to JumpStart, of course. Um, but let's go ahead and pull uh, into the and pull into the conversation uh Tawana Scott Williams she is the owner of Pearl Flower Catering how are you this morning Tawana Scott Williams Hi I am doing well thank
2: you for having me
1: Yes absolutely so uh we're you're on the line with chef Jose Melendez of Melendez Catering you know I asked him you know how hey,
0: he w- Jose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, Tawana
1: Oh, all right. Friends, friends on the line. That's what we're all about. (laughs) This is very cool. So uh, I asked Jeff Melendez, you know, how he was feeling, um, you know, during such, you know, turbulent and tumultuous times, you know, as we were rolling through the pandemic, you know, the restaurant industry, uh, the food industry itself was one of the hardest hit. Um, And so, you know, how have you uh, and your business been faring uh through this, you know, season.
2: Um you know, it's funny. It's it's been somewhat of a roller coaster. Um downhill first, <laughs> um then uphill and you know, now we're kind of um in this I would call um scale growth phase, but it's different because like everyone else we had to pivot. Um my business was predominantly focused on event catering and with the restrictions put in place by the pandemic events really aren't happening right Right. so I did a lot of social events like weddings and birthday parties but then another part of my business was corporate catering and with everyone working from home now that whole segment of business diminished um essentially overnight. So what we've done is tried to find ways to kind of create events. Um, people still need food, but they're not gathering. So we have had to pivot. Um, we've done a lot of pop-ups, which have proven to be successful. And we have also um, engaged in somewhat of institutional contract catering where we're providing meals for seniors each day. Um, So that has allowed us to to ramp up, to stay busy, keep our kitchen open, um, to get staff back um, on board. And now we are trying to look into some other things that um, can reach people, reach our customers, our clients, our following and provide food for outside of events.
1: Wow. So uh, definitely, you know, one of my favorite words of 2020, uh, pivot. You def- The two of you, uh, Chef Melendez and uh, Chef Tawana, had had to do that during to in order to restructure and survive through what the beginnings of, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, especially event season. That was this thing hit, you know, right as people were getting ready or at least spending their money. Uh, on deposits yeah. for uh, wedding season, graduation season, you know, prom, all of those things. Uh, so we'll talk more about that when we come back. Uh, is it? It is OVT Jumpstart Friday with our friends at Jumpstart. Again, we are speaking with Chef Jose Melendez, owner and founder of Melendez Catering, and Tawana Williams, owner and founder of Pearl Flower catering. Stay tuned more with them when we come back. If you have a comment, question, or just want to add your voice to the conversation in a relevant way, uh, give me, send me a text message to the WOVU talkback line 216 7848 That's 216 7848 I will read your question, comment, or uh it, whatever you said, I'll read it over the air as it relates to the conversation. All right. We'll be right back. W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM.
3: What's up, Cleveland? It's your girl, Jazzy J. And I just want to know, have you downloaded our app yet? Yes, our app. For Androids and iPhones, all you got to do is go to your app store and download W-O-V-U 95.9 FM. And you can listen to us anywhere.
4: The Cleveland Consent Decree was established in 2015, which introduced policy changes aimed to eliminate excessive force by police officers. But here in 2021, we still have a long way to go. WOVU is partnering with the United Way of Greater Cleveland and the Cleveland branch of the NAACP as we discuss the Cleveland consent decree and its impact on police reform. Please join us for the start of a 10-month series of community conversations beginning on Wednesday, January 27th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. This free virtual event is open to the public and will be moderated by retired Judge Ronald Adrian who presided for 36 years and is a nationally recognized expert on violence issues. You can find more information and register at www.brurl.co slash CLE consent decree. That again is www.brurl.co slash CLE consent decree. Once again, please join us for this free virtual event on Wednesday, January 27th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Because with your voices, we can work to improve our everyday lives and relations with the Cleveland Police in order to elevate change in the community. This message is brought to you by W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM, a Burton Bell car community radio station.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Our Voices today. It is Jumpstart Friday, and we have two wonderful friends uh, from our Jumpstart family on the line. Is Chef Jose Melendez, owner and founder of Melendez Catering, and Chef Tawana Williams, owner and founder of Pearl Flower Catering, and we are, you know, uh, pulling back the layers, the the layers that COVID nineteen has wrapped around, you know, our entire society, not just here locally, but globally. Of course, um, you know, the far reaching effects into the business community um, are yet to be told. uh, But, you know, these two wonderful uh, entrepreneurs, brave entrepreneurs, you know, surviving uh, and continuously thriving through uh, COVID-19 You know, um, uh, uh, how was it for the two of you? I'll start with you, uh, Tawana. How was it for the two of you, you know, um, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, emotionally, like mentally, like how were this is a question I like to ask, you know, everybody. um, How were you able to, you know, still, you know, maintain the necessary energy and drive to push forward and continue through as you had to shift and change in your business this past year um and still kind of hold it together on the inside you know what i mean because you know mm-hmm. uh, not only mm-hmm. you and your family were affected but those of your staff you know um in the reduction of events and just you know income so you know talk a little bit about that
2: absolutely um i think you know it it definitely has been, like like I said earlier, like a roller coaster, emotional roller coaster, um, for sure. Um, but I think, you know, being an entrepreneur is tough anyway. You know, there's a certain level of uncertainty. Um, and just, you know, a little bit about my background, I definitely wasn't that entrepreneur who just jumped off the ledge into business. You know, I worked as a registered nurse for five years, um, five plus years. Um, as I started my business, you know, I did both. The business was kind of a side hustle for a while. So when this first happened, you know, there was always, um, you know, that first reaction like, uh-oh, got to go back <laughs> to the day job, got to get a nine-to-five. Um, but, but you know, I, I consider myself to be um, a creative person. So I just kind of begin to think, you know, what – what can i do people still need to eat so how can we provide food you know to people they still need they need the food um outside of these events so really i think i just didn't allow myself to to dwell in in that place of uncertainty i kept going um i relied heavily on on my face and on my customer base and you know, how can I still provide my product and my service outside of the events? And just, just kept going. Didn't stop. Yeah.
1: And, uh, chef Jose, you are no stranger to, uh, difficult times, you know, as you mentioned, um, earlier, uh, in the show, uh, you know, how are you, you know, holding it all together, you know, on the inside?
0: Uh, it, it definitely, uh, at uh, the beginning was scary. Uh, I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, recently I, I think, uh, everything happened. I had lost my, my grandfather and I took a trip to Puerto Rico. And that weekend it, it's when everything blew up and I was even afraid that I wasn't gonna be able to take a plane back to Cleveland. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get stuck. But, uh, once I, I got back and, and started to see, Everything just literally, you know, fall apart in regards of, okay, you know, we have to go in quarantine. There's a shutdown. Uh, You know, everybody's calling me to cancel or or resale. This is my only mean of income. Uh, I I do own another company. Uh, It's a cleaning company that my wife manages, but that one went down too because it's mostly residential. Nobody wants anybody at home. Uh, You know, there's a lot of uncertainty. So, our income, uh, our revenue—you know—definitely, you know, it was shut down. It's like a train hit a, a brick wall.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: like Tijuana said, we had to we had to reinvent ourselves that way we can stay in front of our clients. And one of the things that I did at that point, uh, because you know, people still need to eat, and and um, so it was creating packages, catering packages for uh, family packages, and I will sell. Uh, I remember customers will call me and be like, okay, you know, so I have a family of five. Can you, and I will create a package for family of five and I will keep the same menu and, you know, get the orders up front and and just deliver them. I mean, I I remember just packing my truck up, you know, I will say I will deliver everything between two and five. And and that's how actually we did it uh, for for a minute, you know, uh, just to keep afloat uh, until all the government help came through. Uh, to, to help us out, you know, uh, I know a lot of companies out there, a lot of fellow restaurateurs and, and caterers. I mean, didn't survive and, and had to shut down. But uh, I'll, I always go by the my uh, by, by verses. You know, I'm a believer. I go, I, I walk by faith, not by sight. That got me out of my troubles in the past, and I know that's gonna keep pulling me through. So that's that's all I went by. Walk by faith and not by sight.
1: Wow. Yes. Walk by faith and not by sight. Tawana, did you want to add something real quick?
2: No, I mean, I, I think Jose and I, you know, just kind of share in the, in the same, in the same sentiments in this regard. Um, and I did the same exact thing. You know, um, I had a few private personal chef clients and then just kind of built on that, extended that to families um, you know, put out menus and then also, you know, thinking about how can we also maintain safety. So, you know, food safety mm-hmm. was really important, making sure things were individually packaged, um, you know, healthcare workers. I mean, I think the bottom line is just to be flexible and to be creative, but, but Jose is exactly right. um, Overnight, I had a whole year's worth of events that were essentially wiped out, like canceled, literally. So um, at that point, you just had to figure out how do I get my product and my service to people. So, yeah, yeah and, for sure. Uh, yeah. and It was a big part of it.
1: In thinking about that, you know, sitting down, perhaps putting pen to paper, you know, did either of you kind of reach out to Jumpstart, uh, you know, for help in that?
0: Um, I I have always... uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Go ahead, Jose.
0: Okay. uh, The great thing with Jumpstart, you know, I know Juana feels the same way. I mean, to me, they're family. I mean, I have always been in touch with my mentors and, you know, the the peers and email or Zoom, and they were always on top of me asking me, okay, so... What is going on? What are you doing? What are your plans? And give me a lot of advice. And whenever thanks to Start, it was that I actually was able to keep in touch uh, with with uh, all the grants and help that the government released, and and I was able to obviously you know acquire them. Uh, if it wouldn't been for them to be on top of me and and emailing me and and always following up. Um, I wouldn't have a hard time, you know, getting probably half of what I got. Wow,
2: oh, yeah. And Tawana? So yeah. I agree. Um, you know, Jumpstart has definitely been, um, I always refer to them as a part of my entrepreneurial village. Um, it takes a village um, to to run a business, just as it takes a village to, to raise a family, so um, they, you didn't have to reach out. They they reach out to you. I mean, they were very instrumental in just staying on top of the whole PPP loan process. Also grants that they offered, loan, loans and funding that they offered to small businesses and especially entrepreneurs who have been involved with their Court City program. Um, Staying in touch with your mentors and making sure that you were on top of it. They knew that this, the pandemic, would hit small businesses hard and they understood that. So, Jumpstart was very instrumental in making sure we stayed afloat, we maintained, and we're ready to recover through this pandemic.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And that's what we've been hearing, you know, from, you know, as we've been learning more and more about uh, Jumpstart through these wonderful uh, conversations that there is, uh, like you said, you didn't have to reach out. They are always keeping in touch with you, feeding you information and making sure you are connected to resources. And then also to have, you know, that bank of mentors, uh, you know, that you've worked with through the program. Um, uh, programming at jumpstart uh, you know uh, always willing I'm sure to uh, lend an ear and helping hand or point you in the right direction and that is what jumpstart is all about look if you are interested because I know the uh, core city Cleveland impact program uh, applications are being accepted now until January 25th shout out to Lamont Macley uh one of our friends over at Jumpstart and uh so uh tell the go to slash wovu and sign up for the Core City Cleveland Impact Program um the two of you uh Jose and Tawana, uh was that the program that you uh got involved with with Jumpstart
2: Yes I was a participant in cohort Five. Mm-hmm. Um, they do two cohorts a year. I think like more like a a spring and a fall, if I'm not mistaken. So I was a participant in cohort five, um, along with four of other small businesses. And um, the the impact that that program has had on my business has been invaluable. That was really the first time that I slowed down enough. Um, working in my business to actually stop and work on my business, mm-hmm. and the prep during the the program part of it led to the culminating event, which was a pitch competition. Mm-hmm. And I've seen even through through the pandemic how that process. Um, the, the information that you gather about your business, the pitch deck that you put together for your pitch presentation, that information, that detail, um, it has helped to be able to pitch for funding, for additional funding, um, information as needed for loans, projections, things that those things prepared me for this pandemic, not knowing the pandemic would even, but having those resources available to go ahead and pull from having the mentor to be able to tweak projections or or just just things that you didn't even know you would need right. um, that program had prepared me for right. as an entrepreneur.
1: yes 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 so definitely uh all of our wovu listeners if you are wanting to take that jump and take that leap look now there's no better time than now to do it with everything just kind of up in the air and People, you know, uh, not just grabbing at straws, but looking for that rope to hold on to. Braid your own rope and pull yourself up. Put your idea out there. Take that jump, take that leap. Go ahead and apply for the Core City Impact Program at Jumpstart. You can head, uh, go to the website, slash WOVU. You can also uh, call them at 216. 216- 363 3400. That's 216 363 3400. Tell them I sent you. Tell them you want to talk to Lamont Mackley. To <laughs> Tell them TC sent you. So, more. We'll hear Jose's uh, experience uh, with uh, Jumpstart programming when we come back. So, again, if you have comments, questions, uh, send me a text on the WOVU TalkBack line 216 200 780. 482162007848 0, 0, 8, 4, 8. we'll be right back
5: This is Marvin Johnson of Simply Marvelous.
6: Hey, I am Talitha Kube from Let's Talk About It. This is T.C. Lewis, and
1: you are listening to W.O.V.U. 95.9
5: FM. Hey Cleveland, it's your girl Pearl Two, The Lean, here to share a few tips to help keep you safe during this pandemic. Number one, wash your hands with antibacterial soap and warm water for at least 20 seconds. Study shows hand washing is very effective in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Wash your hands after using the restroom, before and after you cook, and before and after you eat. Number two, leave your shoes at the door. According to an article at USA Today, your shoes collect a lot of bacteria and can get dirtier than the toilet seat. Yuck. And number three, wear your mask, change your mask, and wash your mask. Make sure you're storing them in a Ziploc bag, a brown paper bag, not on your car seat, not on the floor, not in the trunk. And make sure you stay six feet away from people when you are out in public. Keep it locked on W-O-V-U 95.9 FM for more tips to help keep you and your family safe during this pandemic.
6: Hi, this is Joy Johnson, Executive Director of Burton Bell Car Development, also referred to as BBC. When you hear BBC, you may think of the British Broadcasting Company. We are actually named for three community leaders who served the Central and Kinsman neighborhoods in the past. Lonnie Burton, James Bell, and Charles V. Carr. Residents of the Central and Kinsman neighborhoods may be familiar with those names because we have the Lonnie Burton Recreation Center, We have Charles Carr Avenue in Garden Valley. We have the James Bell Pool on East 71st Street in Central. Many of our residents were alive when those three leaders served the community. Folks outside of the community sometimes think we're a law firm, a CPA, or that Burton, Bell, or Carr are people who work here and founded the organization. They were all deceased when Burton, Bell, Carr was founded in 1990, and the organization was named to honor their contributions to the neighborhood. So now you know who we are, Burton Bell Car Development.
1: right we are back you're listening to our voices today it's jump start friday and we have two jumpers on the line uh two chefs right here in cleveland jose melendez owner and founder of melendez catering and tawana williams owner and founder of pearl flower catering they have been you know sharing with us how they have had you know Jumping, sticking and moving through the COVID-19 pandemic, keeping their businesses on track, uh, you know, recovering and now thriving. They've both. Uh, let's see, Jose, you've opened up uh, Twisted Taino Frappe Bar and Grill in August 2020, deep in the midst of the pandemic uh, and going strong. And then Tawana, you, uh, you know, shifted your corporate catering you know event business to you know uh, private or what private chefing <laughs> and you know uh prepared meals and delivering them people and you know finding figuring out what people needed well you, both of y'all said people always need to eat we know that but you know how would they like it delivered how can you deliver the service in a different way and still, you know, maintain your business and maintain the satisfaction of your customer base. So we've been talking about that and also how Jumpstart has influenced your whole entrepreneurial journey. So, Jose, let's go back to you. You know, talk about, you know, how Jumpstart programming, I mean, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but uh, tell us some more about how Jumpstart has impacted your business. Um, you mentioned the mentors. Sure.
0: Sure. Uh, I actually came across Jumpstart uh, through the Cleveland Chain Reaction season two of Brooklyn. Uh, I was one of the top 20 uh, businesses, that uh, um, top 20 finalists, practically. Uh, And uh, Jumpstart, uh, at the beginning when I came in, talking about valuation, how to value our business, how to present, how to pitch uh our ideas, how to organize practically uh everything that we had in our heads. And I thought I was like, well, it is my business. I'm I know what I'm doing. Uh but honestly, um when I came in through the Cleveland chain reaction and then cohorts uh six I believe, uh when we go deeper into projections, into everything i mean demographics and and marketing and we talk about everything i mean i i was just i mean the blindfold was out i was like wow you know i can really you know instead of working and being an employee i can really work on building my business and it definitely uh impacted the success of of Melinda's catering and just like their name you know it jumpstarted me into something bigger um, the the help from my mentors, you know, um, very knowledgeable. They they find people that have knowledge in the industry. They just don't put anybody there. We have some people that are more tech savvy than you know. If it's a, in the um, a restaurant uh, industry, so don't get mentors that know and are familiar with the industry that you are. That way, you can actually dig in and and go into the areas that definitely you need to to be aware of so um and once in a while like i mentioned before i mean they're always emailing me they're texting me uh now that i have a brick and mortar they 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 come in and they they order my food when when we used to when they used to do uh corporate events and pre-covid uh just like tijuana they used to call tijuana hey tijuana can you cater this event, and they'll be calling me, hey, we need you to bring that Latin flavor, you know. So um, they're they're great. They're not not only mentoring us, but they also support our business by being a client as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, uh, like I mentioned, you opened, Jose, uh, a brick-and-mortar restaurant in August 2020. Subwana, you uh, have a space in the newly renovated Rocket Mortgage house uh pearls kitchen you know uh what made the two of you to I'll start with you um you know not afraid you know to continue with like a stand alone business not standalone but uh brick and mortar uh operation um it, um it within the pandemic. With people, you know, um, reduction like you know, people aren't less people going to games and all that. I mean, you're at Rocket Field. F- what is it? Rocket Mortgage Field House. I apologize. <laughs> it's
2: Rocket Mortgage Field House. Yes. And so, actually, my stand at the Field House is not open right now mm-hmm. because of the limited attendance for games. Um, so it's not open. But to speak to, you know, kind of. You know, not being afraid to move forward during the pandemic. One of the things that I'm working on now is actually bringing Pearl's Kitchen um, to a brick and mortar or to a space kind of like where Jose is in Ohio City. Well, I don't know about Ohio City, but where is Galley, Ohio City, Jose? Yes, Cause Yeah. Because you're in the Galley, yeah. So, like, I definitely um, I want to bring. Pearl's Kitchen, which is the restaurant concept inside of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, and I have plans to do that early 2021 to bring it um, outside of the Fieldhouse into the community because I don't want to lose the momentum that um, the restaurant concept had. Again, I think restaurants right now are definitely hurting, especially restaurants that have bars because of the restrictions. But again, if you're creative and you can't control your overhead, carry out right now is thriving. So, um, for me, it's, it's really about staying engaged with your customer base, keeping the momentum that you have going and not losing that during this time. Because when things do open back up, they may open back up differently, but I think we're all going to have to be ready. Um, I mean, to just, it, things are really going to be nonstop. So I think it's really important as entrepreneurs what you do during this time. Um, so I don't want to lose sight of that, of the goals of the things that that I started pre-pandemic. I don't want to totally lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely moving forward with plans to, to bring a pro's Kitchen outside of the field Fieldhouse, um, as Jose has been during the pandemic. And you've seen you know, success with that. So I think it's definitely possible. You just have to make sure you know how to cater to your clientele. Yeah.
1: And, and Jose, um, yeah. What, 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 what fueled your courage, um, to keep moving forward through the pandemic? I mean, I'm sure part of it was your family. Y'all got to eat too, right?
0: (laughs) Definitely. Uh, I think, uh, Doing, I I had my projections for the restaurant for a while. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And I was always thinking, okay, all I need is the funding. I need capital. And uh, when the grants and the SBA loans came in, um, having Melendez Catering and having the Cleveland Housekeepers, I got funded through both companies. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Now is the time, you know, it, there was no doubt on my mind. And I had the opportunity here at the South City foot Hall, uh, formerly known as the Ohio City Galley. And uh, it, it was I didn't have to invest into equipment. You know, everything was in there to the build out and everything is right across the uh, the bridge from downtown Cleveland. I was hoping for downtown Cleveland to open, you know, sooner. Uh I know the the business will probably do a lot better once that happens. Uh but still um I, I just wasn't afraid. I, I I'm a risk taker and we had a lot of uh supporters, you know, through Melinda Catering. and like Tawana said, I, I knew I was looking at my other fellow uh restaurant owners and talking to them, carry out, you know, the curbside, uh DoorDash, Uber Eats and all these other delivery services that are out there, I mean they they were thriving, so I was like, well, uh a worst case scenario uh dining might be shut down, but we still can move the food on a daily basis and uh it was gonna do better than my uh, my my uh event catering because I had none, mm-hmm. and uh we just took that leap of faith and uh honestly i I was very surprised by the response from from the supporters and and uh and the clientele, the patrons, you know, I, I have people I sit in with um with uh I, I go and check with the guests, you know, when they're here and I'll be finding out I have people that come all the way from Detroit, Michigan, Columbus, Ohio, Youngstown, Mansfield and all over the place just to eat my food. And I'm like, Well, how do you know about us? It's like, Well, I found it on social media. There's nothing I like in, in the surroundings and I just wanted to check you out. I was, wow, you know, definitely a blessing.
2: Wow,
1: yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think... Go ahead, Tawana.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I think there have, you know, for so everything, you know, negative that that's going on around us, I think as an entrepreneur, you can find some some things about the pandemic that, that forced you to level up in a lot of ways. I mean, especially in regards to, you know, the digital connection that you have with clients. Like I've added a Shopify link to my website so that people can go online, go to my website, order food. Um, and so like if you were the entrepreneur that didn't have a website, didn't have e-commerce connected, didn't have social mm-hmm. media, like this kind of forced you to level up. And, it showed you how essential it is to kind of have that area of business, um, and in, in place. So, I, Jose, you know, people find you, and you don't even know how they find you. You know, you have to. These are things that you need as an entrepreneur anyway. So, the the pandemic just showed you how important it was. And if if you didn't have it, you better get it if you want to survive. Um, yeah, and definitely, definitely put more energy into that area of your business because we live in a we live in a digital world. We do.
1: Yeah, and so you know we've heard so many stories. You, the two of you mentioned, you know fellow res, restaurateurs or uh, people in the food uh, service industry not surviving, I, and also we heard lots of stories about. Um, um, people not being able to access that uh, help from the federal government, the SBA loans uh, uh, and grants and things like that, you know, and then I wanted to ask the two of you, you know, what do you think really makes the difference between um, an operation that survived or didn't survive and one that thrived? And part of that, you uh, just spoke to that Tawana is that um, it was a, 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 a turning point, a fork in the road. You were either going to level up and do what you needed to do or you weren't. So I think I just answered my question. But do you have anything to add? Jose? Go
2: ahead, Jose. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I think uh, the ones that got hit the, the hardest, of course, was uh, is based on location, uh, downtown Cleveland as we know, a lot of people are working from home and a lot of the restaurants that are, you know, their life was, it, it, it was counting on them uh, lawyers, you know, and every professional that worked in downtown and now it's literally empty. Uh, you know, a lot of the big names and then big heavy hitters, you know, they're, they're out of the game. I mean, I was surprised like even to know Lola's, you know, from Michael Simon's after mm-hmm. 25 years uh, XO, you know, so, definitely uh those are the harder the ones that hit the hardest you know being in the middle of downtown and not having the same traffic in, in that, that that they used to and uh i can feel that impact as well because i'm a, you know i'm right next to downtown um however i, I guess part of my success is being uh kind of unique in the concept and and having a lot, say my, my my concept when i launched it was targeting the nostalgia of those, for example, that came after Hurricane Maria and Puerto Rico and, and also the, the earthquakes last year. So, when they come in, they're like, oh man, I feel just like home. And then we also have those that are, are explorers and want to see what's out there. They want to know how is Latin food, what is the Caribbean food. So, um, I think that that goes with part of my success and in here, um, but definitely uh, still feeling the impact of hey, you gotta stay at home, and a lot of people don't like to go and dine in, and, and we gotta do the carry out thing, so definitely feeling that type of impact as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and Um I agree with Jose for sure, but I think um, a part of you know surviving through this, it definitely helps to have um, a niche like Jose. Jose spoke to, you know, people seek out things that are different, and he has Latin Caribbean food. There's not a lot of that around. Um, I think for me, my hallmark is, you know, comfort food that is consistent. So people want, you know, food that's home cooked, not necessarily, you know, healthy in terms of calorie count or carbs, but it's authentic. It's quality ingredients. It's home cooked, so it's not a lot of preservatives in it. People, um, you know, look for those particular niches. So I think, you know, just as small businesses, you definitely want to have a niche. And then also a key to survival through this, which kind of speaks to Jumpstart, is kind of having things lined up on the business side. Because when government assistance did come you know, come through and, you know, different grants and things were available when I mean, you had to have certain things as an entrepreneur, you had to have your taxes done, you had to have your business registered, you you know, there were things that you need as an entrepreneur that there are tons of businesses, but if you didn't have those things in order, you found yourself, you know, in a position where you you really couldn't get the resources. So, Now's the time really to kind of look at your business, see where you need help, see where you need to grow, areas of improvement, reach out to people like Jumpstart, make sure that you have those things in order. So when things like this happen, you you do have someone you can lean on or go to to help you get your things in order to get the resources that you need.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So we'll take a quick break, and, you know, if you want to get in touch with Jumpstart to, you know, take that leap, or if you've already taken the leap and you need some help in figuring things out, give them a call, 216-363-3400. Ask for Lamont Mackley and tell him TC sent you. You can also get in touch with them on the web, slash w o v u that's jumpstartinc.org slash w o v u go ahead and sign up for the impact program applications are being taken until january 25th you can get all that information on the jumpstart website remember jumpstartinc.org slash w o v u we'll be right back
6: This is lamont mackley from jumpstart and you're listening to w o v u 95.9 fm are you
1: curious about covid well so are we and here are the facts masks Wearing a fabric or medical mask is now a normal part of being around other people. Here are the basics of how to properly handle and wear your mask to protect the health of those around you. Clean your hands before you put your mask on and before and after you take it off. Make sure your mask covers both your nose, mouth, and your chin. When you take off your fabric mask, store it in a clean plastic bag and wash it every other day. When you take off your medical mask, dispose of it in a trash bin. And don't use masks with bows. Those little plastic things that you can get that are attached to the mask, don't use those. And that's how you properly handle and wear your mask to prevent the spread of COVID-19. For more information on COVID-19 and how to wear a mask, visit the World Health Organization at who.int wovu 95.9 fm is curing your curiosity around covid-19 all right we are back rounding out this jump start Friday, right here on our voices today, WOVU ninety-five point nine FM. Look, we have had some great conversation today with our wonderful guests, uh, Tawana, William Scott, owner of Pearl Flower Catering, and Jose Melendez, owner and founder of Melendez Catering. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your stories with us, and uh, you know as your experience, you know, keeping your business uh, th- afloat, thriving, you know, and surviving more than surviving, thriving, whatever is more than thriving. That's what the two of you have show- talked about with us today. Thank you so much. I want to ask you uh, two questions as we wrap up here. Uh, we have a few minutes left. Um uh, the Both of you started off, uh, you know, well, your main focus in your business was pre-COVID catering, right? Um, events, corporate events, weddings, banquets, things of that nature. Where do you see, you know, events uh, like that and uh, the business around it, you know, moving forward? Do you think it's going to ever come back um, to Tawana?
2: I do. I think they are going to come back. Um, and we we are still catering small events, very small events. Um, but we're definitely getting inquiries. And I, I, my heart goes out to our brides and our grooms because people still want to celebrate um, marriage and, and have wedding receptions, things like that. I think that events will come back. I think the way... Um, Our service style may change. I don't know that folks will be comfortable with open food displays for a while. So, again, trying to provide food that's individually prepared, plated meals, things of that sort. I definitely think that um, people will find a way to celebrate because that's one of the things throughout the pandemic that's important, too, we can't lose focus of is, you know, the psychological and emotional effects of it. So people are going to do it. I think we have to find a way to be safe about it. Um, and there are certain aspects of events that will probably change forever, but I do think that, you know, we will, events will come back for sure.
1: Yeah. Jose, what do you
5: say?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with her. Uh, I I believe we're going to come back. Definitely the whole Uh, serving style is going to change. Like right now, we're doing mostly plated, you know. uh, Unfortunately, the bride and groom would need to adjust. Those that love big weddings, like myself, I had 450 people in my first wedding. And uh, that needs to be adjusted, of course, due to the limitations and social distancing. Uh, The beautiful displays, I mean, I love Tijuana's displays, and we do our grazing tables as well. That I mean, definitely we need to reinvent ourselves and still provide a beautiful display, but yet safe for everybody. Everybody, mm-hmm. um, you know, considering COVID. But I I do think that you know events are gonna come back. Uh, hopefully, corporate events also come back at some point. But uh, I think it's all about you know the vaccination and everybody get back to at least respecting the rules and, and realizing that COVID is real, it's serious, and and we all need to put our own little uh, uh, part, you know, in order to keep everybody, everybody safe.
1: Yeah, so thank you uh, uh, again to the two of you. Um, before we uh, run out of time, tell us where our listeners can find you and access your services. Uh, Tawana, we'll start with you.
2: Um, yes, the best way to find me, our website is www.pearlflowercatering.com. We are on social media, on Instagram, at pearlflowercatering, Catering, at Pearl's Kitchen Cleveland. And you can always email me, pearlflowercatering at gmail.com. Those are the best ways to reach us.
0: Thank you. And Jose? Uh, I'm just gonna give you the. In there, you're gonna find everything from me, both Melinda Skater and Twisted Taíno. So, uh, www.twistedtaíno. It spells T-A-I-N-O. Twistedtaíno.com. Uh, our phone number is two one six three one zero five eight eight zero, and we are located right off the co- in the corner of Detroit Avenue and West Twenty Fifth at fourteen hundred West Twenty Fifth inside inside the Southside City food hall uh instagram facebook twitter at twisted taino uh, so but yeah you'll find everything in TwistedTaino.com.
1: nice nice well thank you uh the two of you once again uh for joining us on wovu our voices today jump start friday uh tawana williams of pearl flower catering and Jose Melendez of Melendez Catering, Twisted Taino Bar and Grill. Sorry, Tawana Williams also has Pearl's Kitchen, n- lest we not forget. Uh, so check them out and uh, check out JumpStart again. Uh, find them online: JumpStartInc dot slash wovu. That's JumpStartInc slash dot org slash w o v u check out the impact core city impact program you know you could walk away with ten thousand dollars or twenty five hundred like either way it's some money and you will get the experience the guidance the mentorship you need to be successful in your entrepreneurial journey so what are you waiting for go ahead it's 2021 what else are you going to do you're going to keep doing what you're doing or do what you want to do do what you want to do just take that leap stick a toe in the water get in touch with jumpstart and uh you know have a great weekend everybody
0: w-o-v-u-l-p cleveland
3: 137 shots to be exact. Now, I know y'all remember the case with Timothy Russell and Melissa Williams when they were in a 22 minute police chase on November 29th, 2012, when six officers fired 137 shots into their car, and one officer even hopped on the top of the hood of their car and fired even more shots when the other officers stopped. Now, in 2021, we finally about to get some answers. The Cleveland Consent Decree. WOVU invites you to join us in a community conversation. We're partnering with the United Way of Greater Cleveland and the Cleveland branch of the NAACP to discuss the Cleveland Consent Decree and its impact on police reform with moderator, retired judge Ronald Adrian. The 10-month series of conversations begins on Wednesday, January 27th at 6 o'clock p.m. This event is a virtual, free-to-attend and open to the public event. For more information on how to register, go to www.brurl.co slash CLE Consent Decree. Again, that's www.brurl.co slash CLE Consent Decree. Please attend this event, The Cleveland Consent Decree, with moderator, retired judge Ronald Adrian. Conversation of series, which Wednesday, January 27th at 6 o'clock, so we can get justice for our people. This message was brought to you by United Way of Greater Cleveland, the Cleveland branch of NAACP and W-O-V-U 95.9 FM, a Burton Bell car community radio station.
1: Are you curious about COVID? Well, so are we, and here are the facts. Vaccines, the COVID-19 vaccine cannot make you sick with COVID-19. All of the vaccines for COVID-19 currently available and those in development teach our immune system how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID-19. After receiving the vaccine, you may experience some symptoms such as a fever, but this is normal and is a sign the body is building protection against SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. If you have already had COVID-19 and recovered, you still need to get the COVID-19 vaccination. Due to the severe health risks associated with COVID-19 and the fact that experts do not know how long someone is protected after getting sick from COVID-19, it is recommended that if you've had COVID-19 and recovered, you still need to get the vaccination. The COVID-19 vaccination works by teaching your immune system how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID-19. Taking the vaccine is not only important for preventing yourself from contracting COVID-19, but also from spreading it to those who may develop severe illness when coming in contact with the virus. There is no way to know how COVID-19 will affect each individual. That's why it's important to take the COVID-19 vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine will not change, alter, or interact in any way with your DNA. The messenger RNA, or mRNA, contained within the COVID-19 vaccine is the substance that teaches ourselves how to make a protein that triggers an immune response, building up immunity in our bodies and helping us use our body's natural defenses to safely develop immunity to COVID-19. WOVU 95.9 FM
3: is curing your curiosity around COVID-19.
6: What are you looking for in radio? Illumination, inspiration, celebration, or revelation? How about fascinating guests, stimulating stories, and thought-provoking solutions? It's time for another look at life with Stephanie Phelps. Here's Stephanie. Hello, everybody. It's time for another look at life. I'm Stephanie Phelps, and bringing you today... Then another look at life of the vice president of the office of